0: Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I'm back today with Lee Bortons and Alex Newman, and we are having a great conversation. We're talking about the Declaration of Educational Independence. And if you guys have not listened to Monday's episode and yesterday's episode, go back and listen to those for sure because that will kind of set the stage for what we're talking about today. You might be a little bit confused if you've missed those two episodes. So go back and listen to those. Um, Thank you for being back with us, Alex and Lee. Before we get back into our conversation, I want to say thank you again to our sponsor, CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com, try them out for free, ctcmath.com. All right, so at the end of yesterday's episode, we kind of walked through the kind of second half of this document. Um, Let's let's go through this next one. And Lee, I'm going to let you take... The next part of it, and then I want to talk about a few more things. So if you could read that, I'm starting with therefore, and we'll go from there. Good, because
1: this is the happy part, the solution. It is. (laughs) Therefore, to restore education to the proper jurisdiction of family government, we propose that citizens recognize their role as members of families and secure and maintain the natural obligations of such, including all of the costs and consequences of educational choices. And that family members with the assistance of voluntary mutual aid societies support private entities that offer the public a variety of educational resources, services, and scholarships. In other words, we want to remind everybody, even if you are a lonely orphan, you were once part of a family. We all come from somewhere and to recognize that role that your family is your safety network, not the government, and that you you as a family, and and we use the word mutual aid societies because there's no really good word to describe the, um, the myriad of people and organizations who can help you, but you as a family, you as a member of a family, you as the family of families at the church or as a group of families, you know, you're at a hospital guild or anything like that, that's a mutual aid society designed to help one another That is where you go to when you are having financial difficulties, as well as all the NGOs and opportunities for um, private educational resources. And, uh, you know, if we had time, I could go over a long list of places where if folks feel like they don't have the resources for private education, you can go somewhere like. Uh, give and go forward or com forward slash classical conversations and you'll see that we have a scholarship fund for families that are struggling hSLda has one uh, there's yep. all over the place there's money available and there's all kinds of options available to help families who will secure their obligations and be responsible for them
0: yeah I want to rabbit trail just for a second here Lee because I know one of the um the things that, that a lot of parents, especially moms, I think um, the reason that they resist homeschooling is because they feel like they can't do it. And again, this goes back to our documentary, our movie, Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution. We address this in the film. So again, if you haven't seen it, you can watch it for free, schoolhouserockedmovie.com. But even though we talk about this in the movie, Lee, talk really quickly to that parent who just says, you know what, It's a great idea. I agree with this. I I want to be on board. I want to homeschool my kids. I know the Lord's calling me to do this. I know that it's biblical, but I just can't do it. I don't have what it takes. I don't have the patience. I don't have the education. I don't have the time. I don't have what it takes to be able to educate my kids at home and to disciple them. What encouragement can you give to that parent?
1: Well, that none of us do. And that's why we need to rely on the Holy Spirit. If you or I or Alec's wife and Alec and my husband, your husband, if we could do this by ourselves, we wouldn't need any help at all. But we have not just the Holy Spirit and our church is behind us we are with a healthy church. We, um, Yvette and Alec and I have one another. And if you're in Classical Conversations, we have an organization that's purposely meets once a week with the families to help each other. And you you have an advertiser that's helping with online education. There are so many places to get help these days that nobody yeah. has to do it alone. And you know, as homeschoolers, we're homeschoolers. We're not loan schoolers. And yeah. that's probably my biggest message i like to get out is homeschooling is not what you think it is. It's not Mm -hmm. school at home. It's truly using all the resources available for your family to help them become lifelong learners.
0: Yeah. I think of um, like Ambleside Online and Easy Peasy Homeschool, and there are several different um, avenues online that people can look at. And we'll put some of those links in the show notes as well. Where they can get basically free curriculum, not actual books sent to you, but but sometimes you can print out actual books that are in the public domain um, that they've set aside for you, and it's really cool. And then of course you know we can utilize um, the library. Um, a lot of churches have church libraries. You have friends who homeschool, and so you can ask them, "Hey, can I?" And, and I've done this with friends. Can we borrow this science curriculum for the next year since you're not using it, or um, this history curriculum? And the homeschool world overall is very generous and we want, because we're part of a family, we're a community. And so we want to help one another to succeed. Um, And I think that's so important is just being part of that community. So, so thank you for that. Um, Alex, I'm going to let you take the end of this.
2: Well, you know, I, I agree 100 percent with what Lee just explained. You know, none of us are qualified, but if we are not qualified, how much less are total strangers who got a, you know, a four-year degree from a crummy <laughs> university that taught them, that, you know, revolutionary Marxism and gender studies in place of anything remotely resembling true education. So we are the most qualified individuals on the planet to teach our own children. There's nobody yeah. in the world who loves them as much as mom and dad do. So, um, you know, but but there is this pervasive myth. And I think it's put out there deliberately by um, the government school sector, if you will, that that homeschooling isolates children, that they're not going to get properly socialized. That is all a total fraud. And anybody who's been involved yeah. in homeschool world for even five minutes knows that's not true. Uh, you know, within I, I could throw a rock from my house and hit 10 different homeschool co-ops you know, every, every church around here has got homeschool families involved in it, yeah. and it is truly such a joy. And as we explained in the Declaration, it is the the biblical model. It is the proper model for family to be dealing with these things. And to the extent that we need help beyond that, it should not be a, hey, let's hire the government to go rob my neighbor <laughs> so they can give me money. Uh, to the extent that we need help beyond that, we go to voluntary society. We go to churches. We go to uh, community uh Uh, resources and groups. We go to homeschool co-ops. We go to uh, organizations like Classical Conversations. My kids are in Classical Conversations. We love it. We wouldn't trade it for the world. We're part of different co-ops here. So there's a whole ecosystem of institutions, organizations, funds, et cetera. uh, As a volunteer, I lead a public school exit. We've got a scholarship fund. So where there's a will, there's a way. Folks, don't let the fake media or the government school establishment convince you that you cannot homeschool your children. You are better qualified than anybody else to do it. You'll find. Tremendous resources out there, and uh, let's start shifting the conversation. It, it, the government schools are now on defense. Let's not come in and save the day for them by saying, "Well, but you know, the government will still fund all of our other educational options." All that's going to do is end up eliminating genuine choice and and sucking us all right back into the system that is unbiblical, that is unethical, and that we are trying to flee from. We need to have a real separation between education yeah. and the civil government. They have no business being involved here. And if we allow them to start funding and controlling what we're doing, we're going to lose true choice. I've seen it happen before. We are yep. school refugees, along with hundreds of other families from Sweden. You know, Trust me, I came from the future. I know what it looks like. We don't want that here. <laughs> and so folks, go to uh, educationalindependence.net and uh, sign the declaration if you agree with us. And if you're not homeschooling yet, if you're not, if you still have children in the government school system, uh, pray about it and then treat it like the building is on fire. Grab your children and run as far as you can, as fast as you can right now, not next week, not after you've sorted out your finances, do it now. The other things will fall into place later.
0: Yep, yep. Let's take a break, we'll be right back. No parent should homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward His creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at BJUPressHomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their Creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at
2: apologia.com.
0: We are back with Alex and Lee. Um, Alex, would you read the last part of this declaration? And let's just pick that one apart.
2: Happy to do it. It says, we the undersigned in the name of life, liberty, and the responsibilities inherent to the pursuit of happiness solemnly publish and declare that the establishment of education is reserved for family government, its members, and voluntary associations. For this declaration, we pledge our support with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence. So again, we have some of these concepts, life, liberty, responsibilities of pursuing happiness. And so you know, Again, we conclude with this call to separate education from civil government. Uh, it is essential to the exercise of our rights and responsibilities that we get this unbiblical, immoral idea out of our minds and that we pursue the proper understanding of this, which is education is for family government and for individuals and for voluntary associations. It is not the realm of civil government. And divine providence, you know, it's a word that's kind of lost its meaning in the modern era for most people, unfortunately. But um, the founding fathers, when they signed the Declaration of Independence, they pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor. And they put their trust, their reliance in divine providence, not in the strength of their arms, not in the strength of their military leadership. And they had great military leadership and George Washington was a superstar. But ultimately, they were trusting in the divine and benevolent hand of God to protect them, mm. and to lead them. And uh, and that's where we're at as well. We're not going to be able to win this battle in our own power. We've got to rely on God and divine providence. And so that's why we, we ended with that. And uh, we hope that others will join us. This, I, I believe, I've said this for many years. I believe this is the most crucial battle facing us today. And and that's not to downplay the significance of the other ones. There's a lot of important battles going on that we all need to be involved in. But if we lose on this education battle, we're going to lose on every other battle. We're going to lose our churches. We're going to lose our families. We're going to lose our country. We're going to lose our liberty and our property and all the rest of it. So folks, this is the key arena of battle. And uh, we need to rely on divine providence and and really establish clearly our terms and the principles.
0: Amen. Uh, we, we lean on divine providence for every bit of our lives. At least we should. Um, if you're not leaning on the Lord for everything, um, I don't know how you're living life. <laughs> I often say, I don't know how people get through this life without Jesus because it's just so hard. Um, and without having the hope of Christ, um, it seems impossible. So um, Lee, in the last couple minutes, just let's let's give a quick application. What do families do? I mean, I know they can sign the declaration and we will put links for them to do that in the show notes. But what do they do? What do they do from there? What do churches do? What do local homeschool organizations and co-ops do? What about state organizations? How do we come together to to bring this freedom about as we look at truly declaring our educational independence in our families.
1: Yeah, unfortunately on the website, um, we have some five points. One, you can sign the declaration like you said, but two, let's join our movement. Do like Alex said and run to yeah. your nearest private organization, homeschool co-op or homeschool yourself. And then to lead our movement, you might be the one that starts the next successful Classical Conversations or the next successful homeschool co-op. And then to support our movement, we're asking you to If you're worried about folks that aren't financially secure, there's so many scholarship funds being made now. Donate to them. And then finally, all of us have some kind of social media or at least a phone. Call your friends and ask them to discuss this declaration and hopefully sign it.
0: Yeah, and send them this podcast so that they will understand what it is that they're signing, what they're reading. Um, I love that we just got to walk through this whole document piece by piece and really uh, dissect it. because. You know, we can read it and it makes sense, but it's so much more fun to just discuss it as a, -hmm. to have a conversation about it Um, because that's what we do, right? As homeschool moms, we talk about things, we talk through things. And then I would say that next step too, is to take it to your kids and help them to understand it. I think so often as a mom, I will read things and I will do things, but I will forget to bring it to my kids and say, Hey, Here's this thing that we're part of. And I just kind of assume that they know that we're doing mm-hmm. these things all the time. And then I realize, oh, wait, they have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, and so make your kids a part of this. You know, take your family and pray over this as a family because this really is a big deal. Um, so, so thank you. Um, Alex, do you have any last words of wisdom before we close out?
2: Yeah. Just be in prayer and, and read your Bible. Um, you know, that all of the Amen. greatest elements of the United States of Western civilization, all the the benefits that we take for granted, they're all a result of the principles that we tried to enshrine and distill in this declaration. Obviously there, there's more to it than that, but the key area of the battle right now is the education of our children. Right now they've got something like 75% of our children in these indoctrination centers that are turning them against God, turning them against their families, turning them against our country. And, um, you know, absent some sort of miraculous divine intervention, our country is not gonna survive another generation or two of this. I mean, we are in great peril. And I say that not to scare people, I don't want you acting out of fear, but I want people to understand that everything is at stake right now. When people tell me they can't yeah. afford to homeschool their kids or find a good uh, Christian educational alternative, I say, look, you can't afford not to. You're going to lose everything if we don't get this under control. And the benefits are just so great, so astounding. Any sacrifice you have to make to make sure that your family can follow uh, the biblical model for education, the proper model of education uh, is worth the sacrifice. I can guarantee it. And thank you, Yvette. Uh, You and Garrett, you guys are just so wonderful. I so appreciate the opportunity to come on and talk about this. And I do hope people will sign the declaration and then get it out there. Talk to your pastor the elders at your church about it. Let's get the word out and let's so let's turn this around. Let, let's define clearly the principles that we stand on, and uh, and let's make our stand and trust God with the results.
0: Amen. Lee, any last words?
1: I'm just so thankful for people like you, and just um, just all the folks that over the last 40 years have helped me and Alec and folks like us to um, speak the truth about being free indeed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. At the very end of the movie, Schoolhouse Rocked. It, says, it, it ends with a black screen and it says, join the revolution. This is part of the revolution, you guys. This is part of it. Bring your kids home. This is part of the revolution of bringing them home and having the freedom to show them Jesus every single day. Thank you guys so much for being with us. Thank you, Lee, for all the work and, and years and years, really, of preparation that you've put into this. Um, you are such a blessing to so many families and we're so grateful for you. Alex, thank you so much for your wisdom that you share and just for the heart that you have for families and for truth and for sharing that with us. Uh, We love you both and we love you, our listeners. Thank you so much for being with us this week. I hope that this has really impacted you and that you will be encouraged to sign this declaration. Again, read it with your kids, read it with your families and share it with your friends. Share this podcast if you're on YouTube, like and subscribe, and leave us comments. Let us know what your thoughts are on this. We would absolutely love to hear them. And if there's any way that we can be praying for you as a family, send us an email podcast at schoolhouserocked.com. You can sign up for everything on our website, schoolhouserocked.com. We've got a newsletter we would love for you to sign up for. Again, you can watch the movie, you can listen to our podcast. We are here to help you educate your kids with excellence and to point them to Jesus. Have a great rest of your week and we'll see you back here next time. Stay tuned to the very end to see who's coming up next week. Bye.
2: What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course and we guarantee it.
0: To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com slash rocked.
2: These theories, critical race theory, gender theory, they're being presented to us as fact, right? This is what we're basing our practices on our policies. So these are the things that we want you guys to do in the classroom, right? Like it's a fact. So you know some of the topics were preferred pronouns, supporting transgender students, uh, intersectionality, right? So some of the policies were always to affirm a transgender student. If the student says, you know, I'm a boy or a girl, it's best practice to affirm them. So, I mean, as a Christian, I already had a conflict with this because I view this as lying to that child. If the child's confused about these things, I'm compassionate about that. I understand confusion is normal, but to knowingly lie, that's not compassionate or loving. And as a Christian, I'm not going to do that. So already there's a conflict between what my employer is asking me to do and what my God is asking me.